Hello and welcome to Burrage and Tom Talk Tech. This week, I am Tom, and this week he is also still Burrage, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I've not changed. I'm still here. Hello. That's a shame for everyone, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry to disappoint. We're still here. We're still recording. Episode 11, still here. Episode 11. Damn, I was ready to give up after three. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd never willingly give up. I'd unwillingly give up. Is that a thing? Yeah, when Burge gets bored. When I get bored? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's probably not going to happen, so you're probably okay. All right, Burge, what's happened this week? Nothing? Anything? Not, not, not much, really. Not, not much. Hold on. Not much. This list is like twice the length of the past <laughs> week. Several <laughs> weeks. And still, eh, not much, TVA. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like that's just a recurring thing these days for us. Yeah, it's not much. Not just, much has happened this week. It's just, just you know, like a five hundred word essay. You know, I don't have that. No, no, that that's too much effort. We don't want that. I don't believe in effort. Anyway, enough about essays. We don't like essays here. Right. So, sort of tech, sort of financial, which I have, I am really bad at. Yeah, never get your financial advice from Tom. Apple are releasing a credit card, or as I have written it here, a credit card. (laughs) So, what it is, is a thin titanium card. It actually looks really sleek. I like the look of it. Um, It's currently in beta. Like, there are people... Out testing it now. Members of the public. I know because I saw the Reddit posts about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, that looks fancy. But live pro tip kids, do not get a credit card. Can I just say, by the way, I'm very amused. I like their site for it. It's really cool design. Apple are very good at design, very bad at everything else in their company. <laughs> but here's what makes me Let's giggle. The harness. Right, on it, if you go down... It comes up to a thing like total balance and available. <laughs> and it just makes me giggle because total balance $1,682.55. Available $8,317.45. And yeah. I'm just like, uh... God, imagine having numbers that big in your bank account. Ima- imagine, imagine having money. <laughs> Shut up, student. You're poor. I am indeed, exactly. <laughs> That's why I can imagine I, having money. I can't say that much. I am I am employed and poor. <laughs> uh I'm technically Um Yeah, it does look really cool actually. The card itself looks bloody amazing. But it works with your Apple wallet. So to actually register the card, you have to set it up on your Apple wallet with your Apple device. iPhone it's gonna be. So, unfortunately, that immediately disqualifies me. I wouldn't even use the card. I just like it because it looks nice. It's uh, it, it's made in partnership with Goldman Sachs. Hmm. Yes. Big financial institute over in the United of the Americas. Yes, this is the first cus- consumer credit card they've issued. Or Goldman Sachs. Interesting. According, according to the Apple site, this is the first consumer credit card they've issued. So they were open to doing things in a whole new way. Surely that yeah. normally closes you off from doing new things. 
No, no, it's the fact that Goldman Sachs are willing to provide the consumer credit line uh, right, for yeah. this. It's something they've never done before. Because Goldman Sachs is sort of like a big business bank, as far as I can Yeah, so it is actually... Basi- it's basically a consumer Goldman Sachs credit card with an Apple logo on it. But it looks very, very nice. It's Honestly, Apple being I... Apple. It's, hey, have a flashy thing. Apple's exceedingly good at design, exceedingly terrible at everything else. They... Including making really good-looking cheese graters. Oh, they're very good at making good-looking cheese graters. They're just terrible at pricing them. <laughs> uh, well, as we have covered previously. Yes. Uh, Twitch. Now on to Twitch. On to everyone's favourite ninja-free <laughs> <laughs> broadcasting platform. Actually, on the topic of ninja, I, I feel like I should cover this, considering we covered it last week or the week before. Uh, I, I now, I now have his numbers. Because you have his number. Well, Ooh. everyone has his number because he posted it on Twitter. But aside, as, aside from that, um, how to dock yourself one oh one? Well, I'm sure it's a, f- a phone that isn't his. It's like a secondary phone. <laughs> it's his mum's phone number. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ninja. Currently, he is on one point six million followers. Uh, several. I do got to say, that is several. He has nearly 10 million views on his, like, you know, just live stream stuff. Um, his past streams have a fair few thousand views each. Uh... Yeah, he 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 he's done some big numbers in a few days that he was on there. Here we go. Here is the Burgeon Tom information guarantee. He has done some big numbers. <laughs> well, well, it's true. He has he has had some crazy numbers. Uh, Here we have our data crunching team has worked tirelessly over the past several <laughs> days to provide the information that he has done some big numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. But that is, it is very impressive for the time frame, really. Well, I mean, is it? He literally moved over from having 15 million followers, and a lot of them were obviously going to follow. So. I don't... Uh, it's very impressive for a relatively fledgling. Uh, I say fledgling, a, a, a relatively small platform. It is a smart business decision more than anything. I was going to say, Ninja pulling in those views? Of course he does. And when he hit the 1 million, because I actually caught his stream at the 1 million, it seems so disingenuous. You what? heard it. F- what? I hit 1 million? Of course you did. <laughs> actually, this is, a, this is a good thing for him, because this means he can have the hype of hitting 1 million twice. Yeah. Keep those eight-year-olds happy until uh, until he moves to like another platform. <laughs> Who mm, buys yeah, for even more money? <laughs> don't think that'll be happening somehow. No, not anytime soon. You but... don't. No other platform I can think of has the sort of Bill Gates money that Microsoft does. No, and I don't think Twitch are going to buy him back, and I don't think he would want to go back, considering 
what they what did happened? to his channel. <laughs> mm, yes. yes, streamed questionable uh, allowed a streamer streaming questionable material on it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, and they yeah. changed his channel to be like, oh yeah, he's not here anymore. But you could watch all these other content creators. So yeah, he didn't like that at all. Understandable. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. But on to the other point we were going to say here. Uh, Twitch have released their own broadcast software, which quite frankly isn't aimed at people who stream now. It's aimed at new streamers. It's aimed at people who you know, don't have overlays or don't have the knowledge maybe of how to do certain things. It's a nice I wonder, move. I wonder if they've decided to do this because of Ninja's move. Well, they wouldn't have made the software that quickly, so... Well, no, but whether they've decided to... Um, particularly announce it now instead of working on adding more and more features. Yeah, it could It be. seems like an oddly tight... It seems like a very well-timed announcement to get new people into Twitch's available repertoire of online streamers, uh, considering they've just lost their heaviest-hitting powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they still have people like Tim the Tapman, whoever the hell he is, and... See, this is the thing with me. I don't watch the big streamers. The biggest streamer I watch is the Oxcast. And, and uh, mean, they're not even that big. Orange Dan. And here, here's the thing. He's a big streamer, but in a different sense. <laughs> Oof. Um, Oof. They're not even that big, though, in comparison like to most things. Like They're very small streamers with a lot of following, but their following isn't on Twitch, necessarily. Like, Sips, right now, 5.3k viewers. Yogscast with the Yog Cinema at the moment, 690. And even yep. when they are live with something like Armchair Admirals, about 2k viewers. That's a great eve. Yeah, when they did Yogcon, they had like 30,000 people watching. When they do events on their Twitch channel, everyone flocks to it. Jingle Jam. Jingle Jam. Everyone flocks to it. It's like the one it's like the one or two times a year they get like huge um, viewership. huge viewership. But otherwise they just trundle along. Really? They don't really sitting in the low numbers. Yeah. Yeah, they don't But yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, if you are new to the whole streaming thing, maybe uh your mum bought you a gaming PC for Christmas or something. Uh, just speculating here. Maybe you've been gaming for a while and you you believe that you're particularly talented. Or if you just want to share what you do with the world, Twitch has given you an easier option. Although we're not endorsed by Twitch, so other platforms are available. Like Mixer. Uh... We're not endorsed by Mixer, so other platforms are, are also, available. also available. Which actually transitions well into another topic of Discord may soon be offering game streaming. Yeah, that one I didn't know about until I saw it on this thing. So, Although it's apparently not going to be quite like Twitch. Well, I mean, I'd hope <sighs> not. Otherwise, what's the point in it? Right. 
game streaming coming to Discord. They have to get their servers to bloody work first, anyway. Hmm, yes, looking at you, Western Europe. Which we're on right now. Uh-oh, rest in peace podcast. Because Central Europe crashed on us earlier. <laughs> so, for now, Discord is only going to allow you to share your game streams with up to 10 viewers. Wow. So, so if I get 10 viewers, I'm a big-time streamer on Discord. <laughs> yeah, you are the biggest-time streamer on Discord. <laughs> if you have more than 10 viewers. But I think, yeah, I'm guessing it's probably going to work somewhat similar to um, Discord uh, personal calls where you can screen share. But I think this is actually going to be very useful. I think this is more of a community tool than an outright streaming platform from the way that they're doing this. So, for example, we run a Minecraft server, mc.orbis.fun. Plug, plug, plug. Come on, Brazam. Give me that donation money that I paid. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. But yeah. Um, so, for example, if I found something wrong somewhere in the server, I could set up that and we could have a meeting about it with like live footage. But that's no different to what I could just do now. <laughs> True. I can literally I did... do that now. <laughs> I could literally share my screen with you right now. I'm guessing it's going to be slightly higher performance than screen share. Screen share does like 60 FPS these days. Screen share gives me a lot of latency. True, it's sad, but it's stupid. perfect if for a meeting thing. Yeah. So I don't really know. <laughs> but there's not much information out about it at the moment. We will bar have to the... wait and see. Limited game stream. Uh, I'm wondering whether this might actually be something to do with. It's like more of a test thing. Could be. So this might become a bigger thing in the future. I know Discord's trying to go the way of providing everything. So they've started their own store. They've got Nitro, which is kind of like the Stadia plan. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But we shall see what it brings in the near to distant future if the world hasn't ended by then. <laughs> Which it might have done. Which it might well have done, given what everything that's occurring in the world. Right. Spoofy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Spoofy. Spotify. Spoofy. They Spotify. are improving their podcast. I've actually just, this moment, had the email about it. You just had the email about it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm getting a phone call, and I don't know who that's from, so I'm not going Um. Fair enough. Professional podcast host. <laughs> I'm getting a phone call. Send help. Yes, send help. Um... I've lost track now because of that. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Spotify podcast thing. Yes, they're updating yes. their dashboard. There's not really much to say about this. The dashboard is a bit clunky at the moment, but I There's going to be... it's going to be a lot better very soon. Um, this actually comes coupled with something else from Spotify, which is why I wanted to mention it. Spotify is looking for new podcasts. 
they believe that podcasts are going to be a, 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 a I don't want to say thing of the future. It's very cliche, but um, I mean podcasts have been a thing for a long time, so I don't think be a thing of the future. They they think they believe that podcasts are going to become more and more popular, and because of it, they are they want as many people as possible to get into punk podcasting 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 when i can english properly but um to assist with that they're improving their dashboard that's good hopefully there'll be more info on it more statistics something useful yeah because there's not a lot on it at the moment really so i i would hope for more But uh, on the subject of listening... Huh? What? <laughs> humans are listening uh. to your Skype calls and your Cortana. Oh, dear. Now... The naughty things I've been saying on Skype again. I've never had Cortana enabled ever. I've never used Cortana. I have no intentions of ever using Cortana. I have used Cortana about twice. Uh, I always fully disable Cortana to the upset of Windows when I do it, along with Edge when I try and get rid of Edge. <laughs> yeah, Edge does not like being uh, deleted. Edge does not like uh, being removed from the uh, default browser. Please try me! No. Um, Go away, Edge. Get in the bin. So, yeah. they changed, Microsoft changed their privacy policy. Microsoft giveth with one hand. Take her for another. They yes. do good. They're doing good things in the open source market at the moment, but then they're like, "Hmm, privacy. What's that?" So I don't know what privacy means. Yes. Yeah, so they've updated their privacy policy to basically say, "Hey guys, we're listening to your Skype calls and your Cortana commands when you talk to Cortana." Now I don't use Skype mm. because Skype is so ancient that it predates the dinosaurs at this point. But it does predate Burge. Not wrong. Oof. Uh so you know, Skype's rubbish anyway. I I used to use Skype all the time because it was like the only platform, but Since then it has been surpassed many a time. Yeah, by so many different things. So I have no interest in Skype either, really. So definitely <laughs> this this affects me ill. <laughs> like zero just zero i do not use either of these tools and any tools that microsoft do have that are like hey we're listening in i either don't use or i disable access to them to doing that uh and should they ever break that right then that's that's a lawsuit from someone waiting to happen so especially in today's age of privacy what and, privacy and lack of it uh so yeah, speaking of privacy, Huawei. Speaking of a lack of privacy, hoo hoo. Uh, the Huawei, uh, the 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 Harmony OS, which me and you were joking around on our stream, saying that it's probably just Android based. Turns out, no, it Ooh, is a micro kernel. It's its own micro kernel. Little micro kernel. Little tiny little micro kernel. Little baby micro kernel. Which they were using for something else originally, that they've now turned into an OS. Given that they were kind of forced into a situation there. Probably a very deserving situation to be forced into, to be honest. 
Yes. yes. Given questionable business practices. Yes. So uh, we will see how the Harmony OS goes, but I will say when my phone is due an upgrade. Uh, oh, you don't want to go with Huobu anymore, Burge? No, I do not. That is said. I'll stick with Android, though, definitely, because you know, I have everything on my Android, like my Google. Why wouldn't I? But I'm God, definitely not. Uh, I have everything on the Google. On the Google. <laughs> Well, you claim I'm old, so... All of my data's on the Google. <laughs> but yeah, so they're releasing a new OS to combat the fact that they no longer have an Android license, so wouldn't be getting the tier, top-tier level support that they have been getting. Because uh, Android so. obviously is free to use anyway and free to take and use on your own system, so they can't stop them using Android, but they can stop... The corporate sort of uh, support that uh, Huawei would have gotten because they use Android on their devices. Uh, so, so yeah, they had to make their own OS basically, which is interesting because that's surely going to raise more concerns about privacy for anyone that gets one of these new devices with this OS on, because that's Huawei's own OS. At that yeah, point. doesn't even have some of the. Uh... Android security features, so... No, and what security features is it going to have is the big question there. Uh, good question. What's a security feature? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So, we will absolutely see how that one goes. Uh, I'm not optimistic. <laughs> Neither am I. Not in the um, um, What the outcome of that one's going to be, so... I, I'm not optimistic either, I agree. But we will see. Good thing. And then we have a couple of more. Little, uh, one little topic. S possibly SNES controller and SNES games for the Switch coming out. Yes, that is that. This news is purely speculative at this point. It is based on a FCC filing made by Nintendo of America for permissions for. I'm guessing a. It will be a transmitter chip in probably a. Bluetooth or other form yeah. of radio based um, SNES style controller for the Nintendo Switch. But again, we will have to see what gets announced over the remainder of this year. I imagine if Nintendo were going to release such a device, we would be seeing it announced and pricing and everything probably mid quarter. Through quarter four this year, getting just in time for Christmas, you know. Actually, if we're talking financial year, it'll be mid quarter three, yeah. But mid autumn, getting towards the start of winter, we'll see it announced pricing everything if they do this. Because, well, hey, grandma's got to buy little Timmy something for Christmas, might as well buy him some Switch products, <laughs> Timmy. Good old Timmy. And Timmy. Uh, two more topics that I think are your right. domain here. So, everyone loves a good exploding phone. So Samsung have released the 10th edition of the Samsung Galaxy Note. Also known as the, um, don't use this thing on airplanes, please. It might end yeah. badly. <laughs> um, 
as everyone might will probably remember, there was severe teething issues with uh, with the lithium-ion batteries on previous models of the Note phone, uh, notably them exploding. Uh, other options are available, including catching fire. Uh, um, but they have released the 10th edition, which actually... I think it's weird to think, really. 10 editions. I can remember the release of the first Galaxy and of the first iPhone. And now we're looking at iPhone 11. Although they did kind of cheat. They skipped nine. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) Apple skipped nine. So Apple's cheating. Samsung are doing it properly and having a 10. They had a nine and a 10. I remember having like their first Galaxy. Was it a tablet? They did a tablet Galaxy. Samsung Galaxy Tab, yeah, because I had a Samsung Galaxy Tab 3. Uh, I think I had a Tab thing 2. Was okay. Yeah, I had a Tab 2 back in the day. I, when I say okay, I mean it was... Yeah, it was okay-ish, I guess. <laughs> wasn't wasn't anything to rage about or anything, but it was an okay tablet for what was, uh, at the time, 130 quid, I think it was. The tab three, they weren't overly no. expensive from what I remember. No, they were sort of entry level tablets. Um, I, I expect they're probably aimed more at children because obviously, ah, yes, kids being a little pain in the posterior. Um, let's buy him a tablet to shut him up, is <laughs> basically the marketing idea behind old tablets and current tablets to be honest that's why samsung uh not samsung amazon make a fire kids edition but yeah we are on to the 10th generation of the samsung galaxy note the samsung galaxy note being i feel it's more aimed at business than your samsung galaxy standard galaxy s10 i'd say s is more consumer grade note is more prosumer and enterprise Mm. Because the Note is gen- generally more robust, it has better options for like stylus use. It's chunkier. It's less about aesthetics, more about usability. Really, I mean, they've gone slightly more towards aesthetic in the past couple of generations, but now that's because flagship phones are just so powerful. But yep, so we are seeing the Note 10, and along with this announcement, we are seeing a Samsung Galaxy Notebook. Samsung are producing a notebook. Now, I haven't seen much information on this. All I know is that it is going to be made. Whether it's going to have... Whether it's going to be like a Chromebook, whether it's going to run on a modified version of Android, or whether it's just going to be a basic Windows machine, I don't know. But we shall see in the future. I think Samsung at this point are trying to go the way of Apple and offer a complete lineup of products. The thing is, though, Samsung has an advantage over Apple. Yeah. Apple Apple is a primarily a technology company. Samsung is a conglomerate. True. Apple do software and phones, computers tablets that's about it samsung build flipping ships 
and fridges and washing machines and all sorts. Apple want to offer a sort of bundle where you can control all of your things through Apple's own hardware. So they had the Apple HomeKit system. So you can use your Philips Hue, your Nest thermostat. Other brands are available, including IKEA Tradfry. Not a bad shelf if you want some smart lighting. Not sponsored, although if IKEA would like to send me some Swedish meatballs, I wouldn't say no. Um, but Samsung has this whole advantage over Apple if Samsung want to go this route because Samsung already exists in a lot of what we see my PC's RAM is going to come out of one of two factories, Samsung or Hynix probably going to be Samsung (laughs) probably going to be Samsung Samsung is the number one producer of LCD panels in the world all three of the monitors I'm looking at, none of them are actual Samsung, but I would put money on the fact that they have probably got Samsung moni- Samsung panels in them. Yeah. Samsung is behind a lot of the world's electronics manufacturing, and that is why they have an inherent advantage over Apple if they want to step into the same sort of market that Apple is currently aiming at which I think we could see in the next year or five. I say year or five because I'm optimistic. But Samsung are certainly a, Samsung is a company that's been around for a hell of a long time. In the background, kind of, until they started making consumer phones. I was going to say, until they started making things. consumer phones, they were, that's why their first few gens weren't that expensive compared to now. Yeah, Samsung are... Trying very to, much a home brand now. As this well. would be Samsung Electronics Company, um, but they are owned by the Samsung Group, which owns the Everything. company that builds some of the largest ships in the world. So Samsung has an inherent advantage because they are literally everywhere. Yeah, but I think that could be quite interesting to see because that will be competition to Google. I mean, Google don't really do it to the scale Apple wants to. Apple definitely. Alexa is sort of Alexa and Google are on their own tier, and then Apple's a tier above. Mm. But Google's working towards being like Apple because they've got Chromecast, they which is the same as Apple TV. They've got uh, Chromebooks. They've got Android, which has a very large market share of total phones sold around the world. But if Samsung wants to get into that. Um, it'll be interesting. I mean, they might just work alongside Google with it because they do use Google's operating system for a lot of stuff. That's true. Because it runs on Android. So we could see a Android-based powerhouse kind of situation to take on Apple's ideas for the smart home. That's That wouldn't be a bad thing. That wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd be very interested in it. Competition is good. Yes. Uh, speaking of competition, I don't know how this segues into the next bit, but I'll make it work somehow. If you're in an airline, the competition might be annoying you. Especially British Airways. So, the flag carrier for the great for the British Empire and well, the the few bits of it that we still own like 14 14- bits that aren't attached to us, give or take. Um, 
British Airways are testing virtual reality entertainment for long haul flights. So at the moment, this is based off of assumptions, what I've seen on the internet, because I've never actually been on a long haul flight. Thankfully. (laughs) It sounds like hell, but I do want to go to America and Japan and Australia and New Zealand and all of those require sitting in a plane far too long in a day. But oh well. So British Airways are replacing the screen that's in in the headrest in front of you with a VR headset, apparently. I'm not sure. I'm not a British Airways engineer. I mean, it it was bound to happen. Someone was going to work on it. And if it was going to be anyone, it was either going to be British Airways, Emirates, or one of the other big ones. Is there any other big Well, if you go in terms of luxury for flights, BA for long haul, first class, is pretty up there. It's obviously beaten by Emirates and other Middle uh, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Qatar-based airlines, because uh, they fly around some of the richest people in the world. Quite spooky. But um yeah so if you're sat in coach on your way to disneyland and the little sod next to you screaming and kicking you just stick on your vr headset and imagine beating the crap out of him or you could just beat the crap out of him (laughs) with the headset yeah can we not waste 400 quids at least worth of equipment beating a little kid we can do that with like a two pound like cricket bat or something i'm sure you can get a cricket bat for two (laughs) You can get anything for £2 if you steal it. And leave £2 behind. <laughs> leave £2 behind? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tom. Cool. cool. You know, like the good guys always do in the movies when they need to borrow something, they leave like a dollar on the, <laughs> on the cashier's thing, like, took this. Cool. Totally, it's still theft, but it's good because we left a dollar. <laughs> Ah, yes, you're on it, but you see, I left a dollar on the till. Ah, right, cool. He's off the hook. (laughs) (laughs) Do be how it works, though. Yes. Oh, I'm missing Oyster card. Hey, goodness. Okay, then. (laughs) Right. I think that's everything for this week. That is everything, literally. (laughs) All right, Boris is getting on my nerves. I'm going to go beat him with a British Airways VR headset. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a suggestion, not mine. <laughs> well, remember, if this is ever used in evidence, Burge was the violent one. Somehow. Um... Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it has been another week. We shall see what next week brings. Maybe World War Three. Maybe a new iPhone. Who knows? Maybe both. Maybe a new World War because of the iPhone. Maybe a World War iPhone. Yeah. Maybe an iWar. Or maybe an iWar. <laughs> Soon Apple will own everything, and that's really bad because I don't want an eye infection. <laughs> Such a bad pun. Oh my goodness. Okay, we are stopping there, sir. We are stopping there. Tally ho. Thank you very much, everybody. This has been Burden Tom Talk Tech. Ta ra.
Tally ho.